0: Flood. The spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard
1: against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. The people of God, where is the
0: standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand y'all.
1: I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Caldwell, Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible.
0: Today's message, Miracles, Signs, and Wonders. And now here is Bishop Caldwell.
1: I'm yielding to the Lord. To stand up in the middle of a situation like that and start calling demons out. In the name of Jesus, I command you, come out! You'll see a lot of people grabbing their purse and their children getting off the premises. So those are things God is going to teach me. About laying hands on people and all that. I've done all that. Still going to do all that. But do you understand what I'm saying? When when a situation calls for immediate response. Whether it's in your neighborhood. Or whether it's in your house. Then you have to gird up the lawns of your mind. And get geared up to do what you need to do. Yes. Amen. And that does not live with every one of us every day. That's why we take... Our loved ones to the hospital. That's why we do whatever we, we do. Because it, it, if it's not up in your psyche. And up in the top uppermost part of your mind. To jump over there. Start laying hands and rebuking demons. Uh, you have to grow to that. Do you all understand what I'm attempting to communicate? You have to grow to that. And so Paul them had grown to that place where they would stand still and with a loud voice start calling out demons because they knew what they were doing. And see in those days wasn't no such thing as no emergency room. (laughs) Wasn't no such thing as Walmart if you didn't get no bread to eat. I mean you know so miracles require I would think a special kind of faith in order to see one work right in front of your eyes. And that's what God wants to do. That's what he wants to do with all of us, now I said with all of us. I didn't necessarily say for all of us. He wants to use us in these areas because we are anointed to do that. Maybe roundabout, but I, that's what I said to you. All right, in Acts fourteen and six. Oh yeah, let me say something else about that because the Lord just dropped this in my mind. See, in a, in a situation where you are getting up to take authority in a public place over demons, you have to be really connected to the Lord in order for that to take place, even in a local church. And I tell you why, the Lord just brought this to my attention. Have you ever asked yourself why did Jesus when he got to Jairus' house put all them unbelieving people out of there? Now he is the Lord. He can do whatever he wants to do. But the stage was not set until he put all of them out. Am I right about it? Yeah. Then he raised her from dead. Because it's 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 a challenge. I didn't say impossible. But you got to be wise in all this because it's a challenge to turn your faith loose in a crowd of people that don't believe. You can't see miracles in the middle of a situation like that unless you put them all out. So that takes training, that takes experience, that takes know-how and when I say know how, you need to read the room, read the subject, read the situation before you jump off into that. That's what I'm saying. It's not just something. And see, that's where a lot of fanatics have made the Lord look bad. They're down there trying to make something happen that the Lord didn't ordain. And you don't want to put the Lord in that position. The Lord can do anything you want to do. But it's almost impossible for him to work. In a house filled with unbelief. Okay, all right. You want to go deep? There it is. In uh, Acts fourteen and six, they were aware of it. Now, this this is the work that was done uh, by many believers in Iconium. In verse six, and they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra, Lystra and Derby, cities of Lyconia, and unto the region that lies round about. And there they preached the gospel. That's where your miracles come from today. There they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man of Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from birth, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him And perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Now this this keeps you away from a three ring circles. Paul perceived that the man had faith in order to be healed. So now watch this. Paul said with a loud voice, Stand up right on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Just like that. You have to be directly connected with the spirit of the living God to do things like that. Mm -hmm. And then if God, not if, but since God was working through Paul, his perceptive mechanism kicked in. So this was not going to be no three ring circle. If anybody was going to fall out and faint when they saw this man that never had walked, if anybody was going to faint, it wasn't going to be Paul, it wasn't going to be the other man, it's going to be the folk that's walking around looking at him probably in the back of their mind saying this ain't going to happen. See, it's a different setting between Jairus' house and Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, this is where I think a lot of people get messed up with the Bible. You have to read it in line in context where it is and strive to understand what's going on around it because God's word cannot lie. Amen. I remember I was minding my own business. I was in my office this was about almost twenty years ago in my office in the West and a phone call came and of the voice on the other end said uh pastor I said yeah you say that there's a woman over here we're over here in Queensboro on Jackson Street and there's a woman that had fallen on the floor and these, the demon in her is calling for you. I said to myself, <laughs> I said, my, my chest start jumping. <laughs> Where did that demon get, get, get my name from? So what I did, I went over there. Really prayerfully went over there. And when I walked in, in, into the house, into the living room, this woman was lying not on the floor because she had levitated up off of the floor. Wasn't nothing up under her. Wasn't no pillar, wasn't no mattress. She was up off of the floor and I'm in the room now with the minister that called me, that was a member of the church, and two other ministers. So we all in there, come out! In the name of Jesus, come out! And we, we must have done that for a long time. Maybe none of us believed that he would, I don't know. But, <laughs> but I, you know, he, he didn't come out. And I think because you know, you can read things but when it comes time for you to act on what you read, do you really believe? That's the question. That woman levitated up off the floor in those demons. And then not only that she started talking about, the spirits in her started talking about I was back there when Pharaoh was alive. See because demons don't die. So she started talking about, she was back there when Pharaoh was alive and went through all them changes. And by that time, we were all worn down and, 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 and just trying to get this demon out of this woman. And we, we we stopped. And the following day, the following day, that woman and whoever that house belonged to that I went to on Jackson Street that night, that woman came they brought that woman to my office at the church and they were headed back toward Texas and that woman was still looking weird because we couldn't cast that demon out. Now you say, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Pastor. You, you, you teach all this faith. Not You can say whatever you want to say about me. Call me out my name. It don't matter. <laughs> Go for it. But if I'm not in the Bible... Then ain't no such thing as a Bible. You need to see, talk like this. If you're not grounded, then you you your whole mind start getting all messed up. Well, he's teaching him. Do you know your Bible? Because that was a man that had a son. And that that, that son rolled in the fire and rolled in the water. Am I somewhere in the Bible? And Jesus asked him a question. Hmm. How how come y'all couldn't cast this demon out of this man? Hmm. So don't don't try to get on my case. What have you done lately to cast out a demon? (laughs) See, you have to take the whole Bible because God operates in our lives every day with what we see. Hmm. And so Jesus took care of the situation. So don't think yourself to be less spiritual or, or this or that. When things don't happen, leave that, those things in the hand of the Lord. Don't let the devil build no tabernacle on that thought and go on to the next thing. So wherever and however the Lord will take care of it, that's why, that's why going all the way back full circle, that's why I don't get up and stop what I'm doing when I'm teaching and somebody have fallen out over there. I'm prayerful in my mind, but this is what I'm doing. Now, right or wrong, I don't know, but I have not been led to stop everything and, and do that. I think I did that maybe once or twice in all these 40 some years. But anyway, it's a God thing. So, um, one last scripture. The Apostle Philip in Acts the 8th chapter. In the fifth verse. See God works miracles. And he wants to work those miracles through us. But sometimes we don't. We don't rise to the challenge. His word is true. Mm -hmm. Acts 8 and 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. And preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spoke, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them. And many taken with pulses, and that were lame, were healed. And there was great joy in that city. So in Philip's situation right here, these miracles, signs, and wonders took place after he had proclaimed, after he had preached Jesus, that set the stage for everything else that went on. And if you notice, the Holy Spirit is exact, and, and what I'm, I'm saying, I want you to see this in verse six. And the people, with one accord, gave heed unto those things which Philip spoke. Philip spoke, hearing and seeing the miracles. Which he did. Which he did. Now if, if you got the heart. To jump right in the middle of the battle. And you perceive that you were called to take care of all this. In a hurry. Bible study or no Bible study. Then you jump right on in there. Because these are the miracles that Philip did. But they were done through the power of the Holy Spirit. So you have to have faith. I'm not saying that I don't have any, and this is not about me anyway, but I'm just telling you because I don't want to hurt my feeling. but you, you got to have faith to jump in there and do what you see need to be done. And a lot of times what we end up doing is standing back real quiet, praying for the person on the floor. We're not down there putting hands on them and this and that. We're quietly praying. Because there's one thing about... I think the devil has almost perfected this. And that is that... None of us want to be made to look like a fool. So we're very cautious. I know I am... About how to deal with this. Now there have been times... In laying hands on people... and, And days went on, years went on... Those people got healed. God did what he said he would do. So the days of miracles... Are not over. Sometimes miracles take place instantly. And sometimes they follow. Ain't that what Jesus said? He said these signs shall follow those. Now when you talk about following. You may be a little sister trying to keep up with your big brother. You want to go to the store because he's going. You following him. And then there may be a situation in your life. Where uh, he goes to the store. You can't go with him. But then, not too long after that, you go into the same store. You're following in his footsteps, but you're not with him. So sometimes miracles and signs and wonders would take place, then instantly, and then there are other times. And all this is Bible, everybody. So you can't put God in a box and make him do what you want him to do, because when Jesus' a ministry of miracles was operating here on the earth. Uh, As they went, they were healed. But that was not the case with everybody. So it just depends on what's going on in in the environment, the way that God is going to do what he's going to do. In Jairus' case, put them all out. (laughs) Okay? In Jairus' case. In Paul's case, he perceived that the man had faith to get healed. He called him up and told him to stand on his feet. So it's what God is doing in the environment that you have to be wise and that you have to uh, seek to understand what his will is right here. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. And it goes on from there. They shall speak uh, uh, with, with tongues and, and this and that. So God knows you. He knows you better than you know yourself. And he knows what he has taught you and what he's teaching you and how you're going to handle the situation when you find yourself. We all don't grow at the same pace. We all don't grow. We, we grow differently. In Jesus' miracle ministry, he laid hands on some. <clears throat> they, were healed, they were healed instantly. Then there are others uh, like in the, uh, the ten lepers. As they went, they were healed. And only one came back to tell the Lord thank you. So I want to conclude on this. You as well as myself. Do not know. The spiritual faith level. That people have when they are standing in front of you. Like I told you all last week. I went to see Kenneth Hagin years ago. Up in Texas County, Texas. And he issued a call, those that were sick, that wanted hands laid on them, etc., well, they pushed a the man in a wheelchair up, up there where Kenneth Hagan was, the old man, not his son, and so I was being nosy because, you know, I was just getting started and charismatic and trying to see what they was doing, how he was doing it, and so I had my eye on the person that was in this wheelchair. I wanted to see how Kenneth Hagan was going to handle this man in his wheelchair, And I'm very sure people in the church be wanting to see. You say we're going to work a miracle. You're going to do this. People just sitting back going to see what you're going to do. So Kenneth Hagin came down through that laying hands on people. When he got to the man in the wheelchair. He didn't spend no more time with that man. Than he did with everybody else. That he laid his hands on. Now is that right or wrong? I don't know because I'm not Kenneth Hagin. So. A lot of times what we see other people do, it may work. It may not work for you. But it doesn't mean that God cannot work it out. And that's why our faith and confidence must always rest, not in ourselves, but in God's ability. I'm gonna close on this. There are sixteen babies in the earth realm now. A lot of them into the teenage years. Their mothers came to church with their fathers more or less because they couldn't get pregnant. And that was something that the Lord had put in me, still in me, but I didn't know anything about that. So they came up in church service, all 16 of these women, over a protracted period of time. And I told each of them what the Lord told me. The Lord told me to lay hands on them, command their womb to open up, and I said to each of them, the Lord said, by this time next year, you're going to have a child. <laughs> Didn't announce the sex. I just said what God said by this time. Well, there was several women over the years. All 16 babies came into the earth realm. They're still in here. There was 15 girls in one hard head. <laughs> One boy. Because I went to the Lord. I said Lord. All these babies that were conceived and born. Because of the laying on the hand. All of them are girls. I said Lord. Not like it's my business. Which it wasn't. I said Lord could we have a boy. And the last one I laid hands on. Is 12 years old now. So that was. So that was 13 years ago. And his daddy, I talked to him yesterday. So days of miracles are not over. It just depends on the level of your faith. How much faith do you have to get out there? You got all the faith you need. What you need is courage. (laughs) What you need is courage. Courage. Can I share with you one more thing? Because yes. this can go on and on, but it's not. So I had this phone call. This was about 20 years ago. I had this phone call. Phone call said, can you come to Willis Night North? And because this, this, this lady that was there was pregnant at, at her house way down in the country, down in, it wasn't Zuwali, but it was way down there. She had hemorrhaged in her bathroom. She was pregnant. And a lot of that. So they, they transported her to Willis Knight North. And they said, well, well Pastor, can you come over, over here and pray for this woman? When I walked up into that emergency room, which was when they had stabilized her, and she was on a vent machine. She had tubes running everywhere. She was on that ventilator. And she was in that room by herself. And I'd gone and asked where she was because she was the sister of my brother in law who had called me and asked me, Would I go up there? Who was a member of the church at that time. He's deceased now. But anyway, I went up there. And when I walked into that room and saw all those tubes, Running from that machine to her. And all the IBS and all that stuff hooked up. My little faith. I'm just being honest with you. It was almost like. mm This is too much. What I did. I went on up. I extended my hand toward her. And commanded healing to come. In the name of Jesus Christ. Stood there for a minute. Walked out the room. I don't think it was two months after that. She lost the baby. But the Lord healed that woman. And raised her up. Now watch this. You need to hear this. She had IV running. She had all the rest of this stuff there are some people right now that need to go to the doctor. One reason they won't, they're going to make God do what they want them to do when he wants them to do it. And then, didn't, didn't, didn't Paul say that uh, only Luke is with me, the beloved physician? Paul was traveling with a doctor. So you say, well, what if she didn't have that Today's
0: message, Miracles, Signs, and Wonders, FC3088, FC3088, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, seven eleven nineteen or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net know your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy!
1: Now the question is, will I do as will as it is? And so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me. Came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Look at the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart.